0: Radioinfluence.com. Welcome back to the Lawfather podcast. As always, we are here in Lawfather headquarters in the new Lawfather studio. A big shout out and thank you to Radio Influence for always doing a great job with the podcast. And uh, check out all the other shows on there. They're probably uh, more interesting than this show, but... Yeah, we try to keep it fun and entertaining as much as the law can be fun and entertaining. Uh, But, you know, today we're going to start with Ron DeSantis in the state of Florida. We're going to start with this. I think people want the truth. That I think people want accountability. You need to have a thorough investigation into what's happened with the shots. What's he talking about? Well, that is one of the more recent quotes that has come up. With Governor DeSantis in terms of this new grand jury request and uh, essentially public outreach and committees that are being created to look at the COVID vaccines and to look at these mRNA vaccines and the shots and the interplay with, maybe you've guessed it, Joe Biden and the federal government, okay, and is this a political thing? It might be. Is this a how do we ensure people in the state of Florida are safe? Yeah, I I think it's. I hope that it's more that than it is political. Um, you know, I, I would sure hope that anything that we're talking about when we're talking about COVID and COVID vaccines, um, COVID mandate, COVID mandates, all of that, that we'd be out of the politics realm and more into the you know how do we keep people going around. Right. Uh, and, and I think, look, we're, we're in the end. We're in December of 2022 and we're, we're in a much different place than we were two years ago. Right. I think by and large, things are back to normal. Um, you know, I, I just, I do. I, I think at least here in Florida, I don't know how it is anywhere else. Florida, Florida had a really small window of time of where things were really weird, but we're we're back. I, I think uh, I think Florida's been back for a long time, and you know I, I think it is important to look at these things because look, you know I, I think at least in my opinion, if the federal government is telling me something is safe, right, I want to believe that because we are one of the greatest countries in the entire world, right? Probably probably the greatest with the most power, the most resources, hopefully, you know, the smartest people, that when our government tells us something is safe, I want to believe that that's actually the case, right? I mean, here's an example that, you know, this is just my own opinion. I don't, it probably isn't even a legitimate opinion to have, but I have it that, like, hey, if I were to travel internationally, I want to travel on on an American, not American Airlines, right, as in the company, but An airline that is American, right? That is regulated by the U.S. government, right? Because I feel like our safeguards are better than everybody else's, right? And I think this, I think everything with COVID sits at the core of that in terms of is our government doing things to protect us or are they doing things because... We're Democrat or Republican, and that's the stance we want to take. I really hope that's not the case, right? And I, and I don't want to turn this conversation into a red and blue political type conversation because that's not what it's meant to be, right? I really just want to talk about what we're doing here in the state of Florida. So here we go. Um, one of the first things that's happening is... The governor has asked the Supreme Court to impanel a grand jury to look into the Biden administration and the distribution of the mRNA vaccines on the public, which includes, and I didn't realize that it included children this young, as young as six months old, okay, Um, and, and using the terms propaganda. And the term propaganda really, I mean, I guess I'm just old enough to remember the Cold War, or at least, no, no, maybe it was in the history books. I don't, I don't remember. Jason, are we old enough to, did we live through the Cold War? Or was that history books for us? It's books. Okay, it's history books for us. But I, I remember in reading the history books, a lot of it came down to propaganda. Like propaganda, I, I think typically has a real negative connotation to it, right? Because you're trying to say that the other side is doing something really wrong, right? Uh, typically used in wartime. Um, you know, you'd have pamphlets dropped down from airplanes in World War II, and, and it was propaganda. More, you know, more to the point in twenty twenty two. There's things that the the Russians are putting out that, you know, propaganda, right? Propaganda usually usually means that something is kind of untrue, or or, or we've kind of set... We've described something how we want it to be perceived and that might not truly be an accurate depiction of it, okay? So, what he wants to do is is set a statewide grand jury to investigate crimes and wrongdoings committed against Floridians related to the vaccines, right? And the Supreme Court... And look, he's going about it the right way. So, whether or not you go... I agree with him or I disagree with him. He's actually going about it in the way that's prescribed to do it, which is to go, hey, state Supreme Court, you are the highest Supreme Court in the state of Florida, right? Think about it like this. You have the U.S. Supreme Court. That is the top dog Supreme Court. That is the top court in the land, in the entire United States. If the U.S. Supreme Court rules one way, Every other state has to follow that ruling, right? Take it down to the next level, right? You have state Supreme Courts. And the state Supreme Court rules over that entire state. So think about it like this. If we try to make the analogy, the president and the Supreme Court are on this, the the president and the U.S. Supreme Court are on the same level, different branches of government, but they're on the same level, right? There's only one president. And there's only one Supreme Court, only one U.S. Supreme Court. The Supreme Courts for the states, the state Supreme Court, there are 50 governors and 50 Supreme Courts, okay? There might be 51 because of D.C., but we're not... I believe D.C. actually follows... um, They use the federal courts, I believe the federal district courts, um, to handle their stuff. But that said... Fifty governors, fifty state supreme courts. So, see the analogy there, right? President, U.S. Supreme Court, governor, the state supreme court. So, he's going about it the right way. So, what is a grand jury, right? A grand jury is this. It's, it's a, it's usually sealed, right? Meaning that can't talk about it outside. But, the old saying goes that you could get a chick, a, a, a baloney sandwich, indicted, right? Um, and an indictment comes from a grand jury. So what a grand jury is, it's a group of people, grand, it's big, right? So we're not hiding the ball here with with what a grand jury is. So think about it. You see on TV, if you've watched Law & Order, there's if you've watched any lawyer show, right? They they get these trials done in an hour. By the way, it takes days, <laughs> not, not an hour. It takes several eight-hour days um, and sometimes longer. But you see that there's a jury there, right? There's, there's a group of people sitting in a box, listening to everything. A grand jury is the same thing, it's just bigger, right? It's a bunch of people in a room, they're sitting there. It's a lawyer on one side presenting evidence. You only get one side in this, right? You're only going to get the state side in this. At least when it comes to whether or not there's an indictment. And what the state's going to do, is the state's going to say, here is all the evidence that we have that shows this crime was committed, right? Or these several crimes were committed, right? We want an indictment issued so we can investigate these crimes further and charge somebody, right? So what follows from a grand jury is an indictment. So that's that's what that is. So um if you've heard heard those terms that that really gets the ball rolling and to to go down that path, okay? To see what's out there, see what what can be done. Now, what are some of the other things that that Governor DeSantis is looking at doing? And, and look, some of these are controversial potentially, some of them are not. Some of them you just look at it and go hey, that makes a lot of sense. We're like, we're going to establish a public health integrity committee and it'll be overseen by the Surgeon General and it's going to assess federal public health recommendations and guidelines to ensure that Florida's public health policies are tailored for Florida's communities and priorities, okay? So look, we we come up with, hey, that sounds good, right? We're going to have a committee. Committees are good, right? Committees are a group of people so we're not relying on one person to tell us, right? And it's a check and balance. So the hope is that if you have a committee, you have people that aren't necessarily going to go because this person said that it's true, I'm just gonna go ahead and agree with this person because, well, he's a Republican or she's a Democrat, right? I you you gotta hope that when you have a committee, you're gonna go, here are the facts, I agree with these facts or I disagree with these facts. Super simple, right? So that's what that would be. And the thought being that this all kind of trickles back to the federal government. And look, the federal government had seemingly one person running the show, and that was Dr. Fauci, saying, this is safe. This is, this is what you need to do because this is safer than the alternative, right? Well, what this committee would do is it Take those statements and generalizations and, and analyze them and go, is this truly what's best for our state? And look, this is how our government was actually, if we, if we go back, right, to, you know, when, you know, 1776, when, when the Constitution was written and our, our government was created, the states were meant to have a lot of power, right? The idea being that we left the monarchy, Right? A true monarchy, not, not the monarchy that we see today, right? It's different. Back then, it was a, I'm the king, you do what I say, and we're going to tax the heck out of you, right? Um, Boston Tea Party, we threw the tea in the water because, well, taxes, right? So we, we developed this government that gave a lot of power to the state, not just the state, not just the state of Florida, but the state's. All of the states, right? And the idea being that don't let the federal government get too big and too heavily regulated and all that. And if you look, that's actually really the difference between Republican and Democrat. If you take it down to its common core, right? Democrat is bigger federal government, more more federal government regulation. Republican is... Less federal government regulations, smaller federal government, smaller government overall, and more along the lines of um, let let private companies run things in, in a way, right? Um, that's that's the overly simplified difference between the two. All right. Now, the other one of the third piece that they're looking to do is to look into there were apparently sudden deaths of individuals that received the COVID vaccine. And this is based on autopsy results. Uh, those of you who don't know what an autopsy is, it's after you die. You don't have to. Like if if you watch Law & Order, everybody in Law & Order has an autopsy. You would think that 100% of the people um, have autopsies. Uh, having having worked at the sheriff's office and unfortunately having had to go to, uh, to dead body calls, um, autopsies... Uh, closer to the exception than the rule I want to say they're the exception to the rule but more times than not there was not an autopsy performed right Um, if a doctor's willing to sign off on the cause of death then there's no need for an autopsy at least that's how it works here in Florida Um, so if there's something if the family requests it or um, if there's foul play suspected or um, a few other reasons why right than other other than those reasons you don't have an autopsy but these there are autopsies done and they now now we're going to blend we're going to blend right the government in with uh, you know look the University of Florida is a state institution right so we're going to bring them into the party and who better to have than the University of Florida to come in and perform the research I mean it's one of the it's probably one of the, the top tier University, would you say it's one of the top tier universities in the entire country, University of Florida, or just top tier in the state? an FSU guy? Oh, yeah. Sorry. I asked the FSU guy. So, uh, turns out, if you're asking an FSU guy, FSU is the best. Wait, remember Miami got, all, University of Miami got all those grants for their COVID research. Oh, so there we go. Miami, University of Miami got a lot of grants for COVID research, but my, University of Miami is a private institution. Right. So um, keep that in mind. It turns out, by the way, uh, off on a tangent, but, you know, a lot of times the colleges that are named after cities are private institutions and they're usually not very big. The U- University of Tampa. Yeah, I sit on a board at University of Tampa. That's where I learned that. I, I got more useless knowledge about city named mid sized universities than anyone should ever want to know. But I always thought they were public. Right until I went to University of Tampa and found out that University of Miami was uh, also private. I don't know. Just so states when in the states in the name, it's usually uh, public, and when it's a city, it's usually private. Okay, there you go. Um, that's that's my useless information for the day. But so university, your University of Florida is going to be doing uh, a research study. It's you know huge, huge, really great school here uh, in the state of Florida. So. I think it's important. You know what? Whether or not you believe in the vaccine, whether or not you believe you should be vaccinated or not, I think it's really good to do some research. This is, I believe, this was the first time that mRNA was actually used as a transporter for a vaccine. Um, Look, it it sounds big and scary, right? Because it it the M is messenger, that's what the M stands for, and, and it's, it's how it gets into the body, it's how it gets introduced, it doesn't actually alter your DNA, I know there's a lot of things out there that, hey, don't do this because it's going to alter your DNA, no, it doesn't do that, uh, it, it's a transport system, right, a- and a big deal was made about this being the first one, but actually, th- there had been research that was going on for many, many years prior to this, not on COVID, well, COVID actually, we want to boil it down, right covid existed long before covid-19 right the, this this sars uh covid right um delineation on uh, on this virus it's i and someone's i'm sure jason if i'm wrong about this someone's going to fact check me and and tell me how wrong and stupid i am um because that's just how social media is but that um that the common cold actually is a strain of COVID, like uh, of SARS, right? Remember SARS? Like SARS existed back in the day. Like there was a bad SARS outbreak in China, and everybody in China was wearing masks, right? Um, so this isn't a brand new thing. This was a brand new type of virus, but it's it was. It had cousins, right? Let's just, here is my really uneducated uh, way of saying it from a very educated person. Um, The COVID-19 is a cousin of the common cold, right? There may be second cousins, right? So, but it had never been as bad and as significant as this was, right? So, you know, were these vaccines the right thing? Probably, right? It sure be keeping everybody inside. Because look, let's just, wow, I'm going to go down a path that's going to get me roasted. Oh, I'm going to do it anyway, right? Look at China right now. How, how long are we past COVID? 20, 20, we're two years past COVID, right? Um, and China's locking stuff down again because their idea is zero COVID, right? But if we look at what Florida did, and if we look at look at what some of the other states did and, and compare the compare them, right, Florida's death rate was no greater than uh, the state of New York, right um, and, and California they, they, they are and they're very similarly sized, right? So if we look at really similarly sized places, California, and New York really shut down. And here's what I could never really wrap my head around in those shutdowns was this. If we're going to shut stuff down, right? But then we're, we're eventually going to go out in public again, right? And we can't really shut everything down because, well, we don't live in the woods. You're not going to, like, if you told me that I can't go to the grocery store and get food, I'm not grabbing my gun and going into the woods and shooting a deer. Well, I could, theoretically. I sure as heck couldn't tell you how to clean the thing. I'm not going fishing. Yeah, we live in Florida and Tampa, and we are surrounded by water. I could go catch a fish. I couldn't tell you how to cook the fish. I could cook it. That in-between point, right, where it came out of the water and it gets in the frying pan. No idea, right? No idea. So to think that shutting things down was could truly shut down because you had to leave. You had to have interaction, Right. To think that that was going to result in zero COVID cases is a fallacy, right? So then we got to look at, okay, what did the vaccine do? Did the vaccine get us to a point where we can have the normalcy that we have today? And you know what? I, I mean, could people be walking around with COVID right now? Yeah, but it seems as though, and I don't mean this to offend anybody who has lost somebody, especially more recently with covid But it seems as though it's not a big deal anymore. It seems as though, not to use the analogy that was used at nauseum before, but it seems at this moment in time like it's more analogous to the flu than anything else. Comes in cycles, you get really sick, but you don't die, you miss a couple days of work, you feel better, you're back in, you're ready to go. There's not these long-term effects, right? It seems as though that's where we've gotten. And it it has to do with the way these viruses, they mutate over time and seemingly get weaker and, and other things. So, but the state of Florida is going to look into and determine whether or not these things are, are safe and, and look into it for the future, right? And ensure that public health policies are tailored to Florida's communities. And that's really what we want, right? We want everybody to be safe. But You know, a couple of things I look at, I kind of scratch my head on this, right? This whole, some of this concept of that the mRNA vaccine really led to sudden cardiac deaths came from, at least according to the Florida government, a study in Germany of 25 people, right? 25 people is not a big sample size, right? I have half of that sitting right outside Lawfather Studios, Right? And if you try to tell me that I'm going to base what I'm going to do on vaccines and dealing with the federal government on that small of a sample, I'd be a little concerned, right? Out of those 25 people who died unexpectedly, so this was 25 people who died unexpectedly in Germany from COVID, right? Four of them died from a cardiac failure that they're tying to. This mRNA vaccine. Here's what's dangerous about trying to make that leap. You're talking about four people out of 25. Not a huge amount. Okay. You're talking about 25 people. We have we have 30 million in the state. I think we have we have around 30 million in the state of Florida. Okay. 25, 30 million, right? That's (laughs) you're dealing with a super, super small sample size. And at least on paper, you're taking it in a vacuum where you go, hey, 20, what is it? Four out of 25 people died. They had the vaccine. But do we know, do we truly know what their cardiac health was prior to that? Do we know how old they were, right? Look, I can tell you being that, I can't believe I'm about to say this, but that being that I just turned 40, Right, that the reality is, I, I've asked my primary care, hey, can you set me up with a, with a cardiac referral? Well, no, you're not even old enough to check the boxes to even have any indicating factors, right? So out of these 25 people, how do we know what their cardiac health was prior to, right? So, you know, just something to consider and think about. I'm not playing the political game, just not going to do it, but I will share my thoughts with you and hopefully invoke some thoughts on your side. All All of that brings us to this, which I think this is where this is heading, okay? I think it's the big question. Can a state sue the federal government? That's the question that I have, right? Because there's... There's a concept called sovereign immunity, right, that says that a government cannot be sued. And and this is U.S. based. So if there's anybody listening from outside of the U.S., I have no idea, you know, what what can be done and not done with your governments. But in the U.S., governments have what's called sovereign immunity. And what that says is that you cannot sue that government unless you get their permission, right? Um, and so, and I've done, I, I did a U.S. postal case a long time ago. Uh, and, and you basically, you had to ask the, you and even though they're not, I, I don't really, this was a lot of years ago. I don't remember why, because the Postal Service isn't truly part of the U.S. government, but they're somehow tied enough to the U.S. government that they fall under sovereign immunity. But you had to ask permission if you could sue them, right? I mean, I don't, I don't know whoever says yes. Yeah, please, please go ahead. I I welcome you to sue me. Yes. Um, no, please, please no one take that as a little sound bite out and take it out of context. Um, so in the state of Florida and in, and in some other states, what they've done is they've made it a statute that says we authorize you to sue us, but you have to follow these parameters, right? So uh, in the state of Florida, for example, the damages are capped at $200,000 per person uh, with a cap of total cap of $300,000. Attorney fees can only be 25% instead of 40% um, in litigation or 33 and a third percent. So there's all these caps on these things. And if, if, if a case needs to go over and above 200,000, you have to get legislature approval and the whole thing, right? It's a whole, whole big thing, but there's a whole statue written on it and you have to provide them notice and you have to do the notice within this time period. And you have to file a suit within this time period. And God, it's, it's, it's a lot. There's a lot of moving parts there. And, and in some instances, um, the, the Indian reservations fall under that because they're not U S soil. They're not U S government, but somehow they make it into the codification of the statute, right? Um, So that's a long explanation to get to why is there even a question of can a state sue the federal government? And, and, you know, here's the thing. Obamacare actually led to that. Obamacare led to um, a suit against the federal government. But here's the thing. That the 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 federal appeals courts, in that case said a state can sue the federal government if a federal law violates a state law right if it in, if it if it interferes with a state's constitutional right to create its own laws if if it creates an interference, then they can then the state can now what seems to be an open question is can a state sue? solely on behalf of its citizens, not related to a law interfering with a state law, right? And what it looks like DeSantis is trying to do is position himself to sue the federal government on behalf of the citizens in Florida. Now, back in, I believe it was 2013, there was a case out of uh, uh, Virginia, I believe it was, and 4th District Court of Appeals, 1st uh, Circuit Court of Appeals, excuse me, uh, for the federal government said that a state cannot a state cannot sue solely on behalf of its citizens right so there it 's a really fine line determination and a lot of times in the law we 're dealing with these really fine line determinations right and you go well what 's the difference right and the difference being that the Constitution gives a lot of power to the states the u s Constitution gives a lot of power to the states right and if that u s constitution interferes if Things are done by the federal government that interferes with the state's right for through its constitution and its laws, right? The state can sue the federal government because of that. But what it appears, at least based on this uh, circuit court of appeals, right? And remember, U.S. Supreme Court can overrule court of appeals, right? That a state cannot solely sue a federal government just on its, just on behalf of its citizens. And what this would look like, it would look something like we, you know, state of Florida versus United States for uh, misleading the citizens of the state of Florida in terms of the, um, the side effects of the MRNA COVID vaccine. Super simplified, right? I mean, we're talking about a complaint that would probably be 30 pages, right? And typical complaints like four, right? Uh, although I just did one for that was like 20. But anyway, so we'd be looking at that type of setup. And I just don't think that that's going to fly. I, I don't think that under sovereign immunity, which is what I just described prior to the, that, I don't think you're going to see that as being something that is going to survive. So that is where we are in the state of Florida. Um, you know, the, those of you listening who... uh you know, might have contacts to Governor DeSantis. Hit me up. I'd love to, love to have one. I actually like Governor DeSantis. Um, so, you know, love to, love to chat it up and, and see and uh, see what, see what we can talk about and, and see, uh, you know, get some insight into some of this. I, I really, really intrigued. I really like a lot of what he does. Um, I actually do like all of this. I, I just, I don't think you're gonna survive a suit with uh, the federal government on this, just because, I, I just don't think the state has the ability to. But uh, we'll see, right? This could be a part one of two or part one of many. I don't know. We'll see. You know, we, we're right at the beginning stage of the stages of this. Hopefully that gave you a little bit of an understanding of what's going on. And as always, right here, Lawfather Headquarters, it's Lawfather Podcast, Lawfather out.